Oh shit. We're back. Shit. It's like we never left. We just never dropped left. A, just dropped an episode on like Tuesday, back on a Friday. I know. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a long weekend, okay? I fucked it up last week. Not going to do it this week. So, here we go. You've You did. <laughs> it's because you put your hat forward. You majorly dropped. Yeah, and I don't really know if I like the hat forward. Like it feels it. weird. I like, like I got it. a shadow. It's weird. Yeah. No, no. Sorry, guys. We're switching right. this up. There we go. Sport mode activated. I looked back, and your hat was forward, and it just fell off. It felt wrong. Well, you know, it's because I receive all my thoughts through this big ass fucking part of my forehead right here. That's where the hive mind yeah. comes from. Let me go get my snap back oh real my quick. God. Although, I do have an outfit change oh. for you guys. Oh, that shoot. I have to show you. But again, this is where I'm saying you guys might give me the boot. Oh, no. When I show you what I'm about to show you. Oh, no. I'm very excited about this. You will not be. But I don't know how to do this. I don't want to rip my situation down. We'll just put up one of those SpongeBob things that say, A few moments later. Well, guys. I love blue. I thought it was going to be a hair color change. Oh, no. I got a show. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Let's fucking That's go. fucking awesome, actually. I love it. Yes. He's got to have at least one ally on here. Okay, guys? No, so it's not me. I, I, had to, I know it's not. I had to represent. And, you know, <laughs> blue is just my color. So I've been very excited about this. And I was extra disappointed that I was not here last week for it. So oh, I'm just going to put this on real quick. Don't mind me. <laughs> Let's go. That's awesome. So for anyone listening on audio that's not watching the video right now, she got like a Johnny Bananas uh, hoodie, the light blue baby one with the yellow lettering on the front that says bananas so um that's pretty cool though (laughs) i i think it's a requirement when you put on a banana city that you have to start singing the gwen stefani song oh the shit is bananas (laughs) that's getting cut right there (laughs) so we do we make content here a lot of it It, it's it's 50 50 with me but everybody else hits most of the time so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> with that being said oh my god i fucked it up last week i'm not gonna do it this week got myself ricky hayes my beautiful wife karina hayes got tony stats and info lance alexis tex rawson and then of course returning back from the dead katie <laughs> she actually had some bad blood perhera I'm alive. <laughs> i'm alive thanks for having me back guys we are glad you're back girl well, you know what? It was the perfect episode to come back for. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because this shit was wild. This shit was bananas. <laughs> <laughs> see what we did there? See? See? You see what we did? We do our best. Anyways, I got to get this out right away. So um, I thought I would ask you guys this question just to see where everybody's sitting at on this before we even get into the recap. The house is very much divided about amongst two alliances. So I'm curious on what side of those alliances do you fall? Ooh. Do you fall on the J. Michelle alliance or are you leaning more towards the Kylan, Horacio, Norice alliance? Yes, the second one. I, yeah. I'm totally with Kylan, Horacio. But here's the thing is I usually tend to go more towards like the underdogs or whatever, the smaller alliance. Um, I love to see them like overcome the bigger alliances yeah. in the game. Yeah. So especially like 
like when it's physical, right? When they're able mm-hmm. to overcome that alliance physically by you may want to put me in, but I'm just going to win. I'm going to compete and I'm going to make it to where you can't. So I have been riding with the Kylan Arasio side for quite some time, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to ride that all the way to the end. <laughs> Is Kylan yeah. and Arasio really the underdog, though? As far as numbers, because up to this point, the numbers mattered. But here's the thing is going forward in conquest, the numbers don't necessarily matter as much because it's not like a majority vote type thing. It's just who you just need one fucking person to say your name. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it changes that a little bit as well. But up to this point, it's been a, a very much a numbers thing. And if you didn't win and you didn't have the numbers, you're fucked. Yeah, that's true. You also can't count on your numbers anymore because the bottom person mm-hmm. gets purged regardless. Yeah. 100%. I always feel like my favorite challengers <laughs> end up being the team that I'm rooting against. Like, just at the beginning of this, I was like, oh, yeah, Jay and Michelle. Like, I know them. I like them. But just as the season went on, I'm just like, man, Kylan's really figuring this out. And. I like the way they're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. So I'm, I'm also on team Kyland and Horacio. I'm the same as Karina. Like I'm always going to root for the underdog team. It's just weird to have a season where Jay isn't on that side of the (laughs) house um, because he normally is. Um, So as much as I like Jay as a player, I'm always going to root for the underdogs because I always take issue with, I guess the, the overdogs, um, <laughs> no matter who they are in the house. <laughs> the overdogs. You're welcome. I like it. We make our own words here. Okay, guys. Yes. Cause words are hard. So we have to make our own. Exactly. What about you, Katie? How do you feel? I feel like, well, since the show started, I was sitting nowhere. I was just picking my favorites in general. Cause I feel like I wasn't on any side of an alliance, but I very much am Horacio and Kyland. Like, I feel like Narice has grown on me so much. I'm, I'm not going to lie. She is not my favorite person when this season started. <laughs> and I, I have, I really, really like her a lot. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think, I think we, we definitely have seen like which of these people on this season are ones we want to see long term. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, and I think we're pretty much all in kind of sequence on who we think can make it like multiple yeah. seasons and keep us entertained. Yeah, absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. Anyways. Okay. So let's get into the show. This is episode 15. Good Lord. Welcome to the conquest by guns and roses. <laughs> or the white stripes. <laughs> yeah, either way. There's another conquest song. No, it's welcome to the jungle, but. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, need another conquest totally that. <laughs> I can't stop thinking about conquest drives. I need another reference. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to figure this one out. I just kept thinking about that goddamn sandwich because I'm a fat oh kid at, at heart. I was like, oh, conquest. Yeah, the conquest sandwich. That's good. Jesus. Mm. Oh my god. A fucking sandwich. Anyway. <laughs> life's simple. What do you want me to do? I enjoy my TV and my sandwiches. It's the little things in life. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, I'm okay. not going to Croatia, but I'm watching some other people go to Croatia and do some wild shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I'd probably do a zipline, but that's a different story. 
Anyways, anyway, let's get into this. Um, breaking into the episode, we pick up with the house coming back after the elimination of Aesop to CT, uh, where Aesop got sent packing. Mm-hmm. And right off top, we get Jay confronting Kylan about giggling when Aesop lost. Um, and Jay, he was pissed. He was not dude. having that shit. He was fucking yeah. livid. I, did, I just was like, my mouth was just jaw on the ground. What's happening? Oh my, this man's angry. Man child is angry. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, first of all, I just want to say that I love the way that Kylan handled this situation. He shut Jay down in the moment, refused to have the disagreement with him. And then he went and he told Michelle and he said, you know, I'm going to give your boy some time to calm down, but like he needs some support right now because he is, you know, struggling. And I understand where he's coming from, but, you know, this isn't cool. And, you know, whatever. I love that. I love the way that he handled that. But at the same time, it's like, Jay, what are you doing, bro? Like, you can't just have blow ups like that in front of everybody, too. It wasn't even like he took Kylan off to the side to like talk to him and be like, hey, bro, like this upset me you know whatever he literally blew up in the kitchen in front of everybody and it's just like dude what are you doing yeah but this was some shit that we've we've been missing it like he's he's starting to give us things that we've been missing from this season so far honestly like that's my biggest struggle with this because did i want to see kylan engage with jay hell fucking yes i did yeah, of, course. of course i wanted uh-huh. to see kylan engage with him of course like as soon as jay gave that confessional where he's like if it gets physical it gets physical i was like oh let's go you know like i got <laughs> jay didn't I, want that smoke I, yeah i don't no. i don't think so jay didn't want that smoke. i don't think so but regardless you know of course i want to see that i want to see them you know get in each other's faces and get nose to nose and talk shit and like whatever you know but at the same time it's like looking at it from like a game aspect it's like dude like you can't you can't be doing stuff like that because you're just you're making the situation so much worse yeah i mean look it's i get it you're emotional that your best friend just went home you're thinking about what you could have done to change it all that and i've got a lot of thoughts on the way he approaches a lot of the conversations Mm -hmm. from here to the daily that aren't great reflections of the way he could have handled himself in this game and given himself a little bit more grace and handled it with a little bit more tact. But with all that being said, like Katie and you both said, this is something that we want. We want the confrontation. We want the entertaining TV. Otherwise, if everybody gets along, like then Mm -hmm. we're just, I mean, at that point, we're just watching summer camp. (laughs) Like what's the point of watching the show? Do you remember that bug juice show? Oh, yeah, that was the oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, another unlocked memory thanks to the Challenge Fandom Podcast. <laughs> Boom. So, all right, here's another question I have for you guys, and I kind of want your opinion on. What's your thoughts about Jay saying, you know, he's, you know, he was doing this for his wife and his kids, and you think that's something to laugh about, but it's like, bro, why are you trying to bring up his kids when you didn't give a shit about Melissa's kids? You sent her home. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like, it's just it's just a fit in argument, in my opinion. I feel like it's all very much do as I say, not as I do. Because if 
say Horacio and Kylan were the ones that went down and Horacio went home, you know good and well that Jay would have been smirking up there. He would have been giggling. Like, he would have, and he would have done it, mali- I don't want to say maliciously, maybe, but I think that's the only word I have. <laughs> I feel like he would have been malicious about it, and Kylan would have taken it on the chin and just kept on, and uh, that's not what happened, and we got a temper tantrum again. And I, I think the flip side of that, too, in regards to Melissa, is Melissa wasn't down there apologizing to her kid or her partner or whatever, but that's what Asaf was doing in that moment. But we don't know for a fact that Kylan was laughing at Asaf. In fact, he said multiple times. No, and I didn't say that he, I didn't say that he was, and I almost guarantee that Mm -hmm. he wasn't. Yeah, hundred percent. And so my thing is, is just because Asaf was down there at that moment, apologizing, I don't think that's what Jay was trying to get apart or get across. I think he was saying, you know, like it's fucked up that you're laughing. He's trying to go home. Now he's got to go home thinking he's failed his wife and kids. It's like, yeah, but bro, you sent someone home that, is a single mom that was doing this for her, and you had no second remorse for it. So why should anybody have a remorse for your friend doing it? Right. I do. Yeah. And I yeah. think that's what I'm trying to get across. But so here's my question from this portion of the introduction to the show is after Kylan goes in and he talks to Michelle and kind of lets her know like, Hey, your boy's kind of losing his mind. I'm going to let him chill, but like take care of this. Berna comes in and she has some thoughts, of course, in a conversation that had absolutely fucking nothing to do with her. So, of course, she has thoughts and opinions on it. And she is talking about like human decency to not like clap or be happy at an elimination until you get home out of like respect for the person being sent home. I'm curious how you guys and how the listeners feel about this. Um, should people be able to celebrate at the elimination if they got someone out that they've been trying to get out? Or should they have to wait until they get home to have their own little private celebration? I mean, it's probably a matter of reading the room as well, though, because this was the first elimination that like 90% of the house was upset that Asaf was going home, like visibly upset to the point where TJ pointed it out. It was totally unexpected, too. And I feel like there was a lot of reasons why those people would have been upset, not necessarily like just because he specifically was going home, but like that the whole thing was just like a shocking Mm -hmm. and sad situation. And I think people should be able to do whatever the fuck they want when somebody gets eliminated. I mean, Michelle was dancing on her puzzle pieces and that was okay. I don't think that's what was happening, but yeah. Well, here's my thing is how is cheering for someone getting eliminated? any different than actively helping someone else in elimination. Like you're basically trying your hardest to get somebody out, but you don't want to cheer when that person gets out. And here's, here's my thing. What's the difference between Kylan cheering because CT took us off out and Jay cheering. If it would have been in reverse, a soft beating over Mm -hmm. CT. What's the exactly. difference? What is because you're cheering for the winner? Okay, so then Kylan yeah. was cheering for CT. Yay, congratulations. Like, what makes that, what separates that different? What makes it that your brain instantly goes to, oh, well, he was cheering against my friend instead of, but like literally Kylan was literally cheering for CT through the whole fucking mm-hmm. elimination. Yeah. So I, I just don't get why Jay jumped to this. And I feel like it was a really, really, really big jump for him. And Mm -hmm. it just, it's just not a good look. I think he was just so upset and he 
was just like upset about anything that he could be mad about that had yeah. to do with Kylan. It, it seemed like like a minimal reason to be like that shouldn't be why he is mm-hmm. so upset because he was laughing. He says it in one of the confessionals that his his anger is on like a level eight. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And that's really his emotions in general are on that high because it, it carries over into the next what it looks like is the next day when he sits down with Norris and Michelle and they have that Ooh. back and forth and he tries to gaslight Norris. I mean, there's no other way of saying it, basically saying you're at fault that Asaf went home. Yeah. And Mm-mm. I think I take more issue with this because it's a consistent theme. It's not that you can't do it in the challenge. It's just when it's so blatantly obvious when you're trying to gaslight someone saying your one vote made it this way. No, well, you didn't change your vote. Nobody else changed their vote except right. for Corey and Ed, which yeah. caused another stalemate. So right. it's not just on me. Narice is 100% right. Absolutely. Yeah, Th- this yeah. was this whole moment. It, it, all I'll say about this moment, because I have already kind of gone in on Jay and I'm going to have a lot of stuff to say later. So all I'm really going to say about this moment, and I will let you guys talk about it, is that I think everything that needs to be said about whether or not Jay was in the right or the wrong in this moment is Michelle's initial reaction to it. For her to stop Jay and be like, dude, what the fuck? Like that had to be a serious. She called him a motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah, a serious moment where he was completely in the wrong in that moment for her Mm -hmm. to call him out in that moment and be like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, what are you thinking? So that's that's just where I sit with that. And I also just want to say, like, this whole the the thing with Michelle <laughs> really bothered me. Like the Narice conversation, yes, but then like the things he was saying to Michelle, like telling Michelle the only reason Michelle was safe is because he's been keeping her safe. Like this whole that whole All I was like his friends are keeping her safe. I was like, what? He's spiraling. He's just spiraling. I was like, bro, what are you doing right now? Like, you're literally attacking your one and only friend at this moment. Like, you should probably just take a chill pill. Well, and here's the thing is, I, Michelle earned a lot of respect for me in this situation. One, because yes. she stood up to it right away. Yeah. But secondly, she's a real friend because nothing she said was extremely out of line. It might no. have been, you know, a bit harsh, but it wasn't out of line. And I think as a friend, sometimes you need someone to do that to you to snap you back into place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and I think it did to a degree with Jay, but, you know, I think Michelle played it really right in this situation. I'd like to give Norris a lot of props for how she handled this situation, because if this were her a few seasons ago on another show, she would have popped off. <laughs> it would have been, been bad. It would have been real bad. And she she should be damn proud of herself and the work that she's put in, because... I would, I probably would have popped off at him in that very moment, especially because they are friends outside of the house. Her anger management coach really should be getting some extra business. Right. (laughs) 100%. Like, she played it well. She got up and just, I mean, for her to get up and walk away from that the way she did, it was the right time to do so because they weren't getting anywhere. No, they weren't going to, there was going to be no progress in that, in that conversation at all. I did find it hilarious that Raven and Olivia were just fucking creeping around the corner. And then as soon as like, like, they run away. They're like, oh shit, let's go. Yeah, no, um, I mean, 
I'd ask everyone's opinion on on what happened in this this situation, but I feel like we're all kind of on the same page that this was just this was a really bad moment for Jay. Yeah. Um, you know, unfortunately. Just emotions hadn't settled yet, not thinking and, straight. And look, and here's the thing, like that that whole situation, take take the just take the soft part, having your best friend, all that stuff. Take yeah. all that away. And just being in that house, being in that game is so fucking emotionally stressful. Oh, yeah. So then you add like the Asaph stuff on top and the Kylan stuff. And, you know, the fact that Kylan is a competitor. So it's not so easy for Mm -hmm. Jay to just get him out of the house, you know? So that's added stress. Like, so I understand where like all the stress comes from. But I think this is one of Jay's weaknesses is that he doesn't know how to control his emotions when the pressure really sits on him like this. And I think yeah. it's going to be something that if he wants to be a champion, he's going to have to learn how to manage this better or he's not mm-hmm. going to make it to finals. It's just interesting, though, because there's a, a, a little confessional he does. I can't remember when it is during the episode that he says everyone's playing with their emotions. They need to focus on the game. I, sir? <laughs> Sorry, um, excuse- sir, do we have any self-awareness? I wrote it down because he literally what? says, I'm not playing with emotion. I wrote the quote down. Yeah. We'll, we'll get there. It's Thank at you. nominations. Thank you. But Thank you. I wrote Thank it you. down word for word. I rewound it several times so I could get it <laughs> word for fucking word because I was like, Thank you, are ma'am. you kidding me right now? So anyway. I literally, I, I was like, <laughs> sorry, keep going. We'll speed past that. Like we didn't just say no, it's that. Fine. It's all good. Um, <laughs> moving on in this. I mean, we, it's pretty short. It, I mean, really it's just these two situations that happen. And then we go straight into the daily. Mm-hmm. What'd you guys think of this daily yeah. at night? Fucking have to sit on a fucking boat. I love this daily. I want to do this. Daily. Right? <laughs> Honestly, like 10 out of 10 for me. Yeah. I 10 out of 10. Would never do this daily. <laughs> oh, I would love it. Oh, I want to do it so bad. I would do this one, but mm-hmm. nine out of ten as a viewer because sometimes it was just hard to see what was going on. Yeah, because it was so dark, but still kind of cool. I do, I do, I I agree with you on that. But I also want to say props to uh, production for actually thinking this through. Mm-hmm. And giving them like the glowing rings so that yeah, there was some like, 100%. I loved the glow instead of having like the little stupid lights on their fucking helmet or something dumb like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I liked that they made the rings glow and, you know, so it, it made it look really cool and going to look cool in my highlight videos too. So Ooh, fuck yeah. <laughs> it's going to look like a fucking rave. But yeah, I actually like this daily a lot, so. Before they get into the daily, TJ lets them know that this new stage of the game is Conquest. Um, and in Conquest, you are no more fucking team dailies. It's individual from here on out. And then what's going to happen is that the last place person is going to get purged. Mm-hmm. And then we find out there's going to be a new voting process, too. He doesn't explain really what it is. Yeah, but, not until the end of the daily, but yeah. And then finally, he announces that they're going to be p- playing for the remaining amount of 356000 Now, my question is, do you guys remember in the beginning when he was yep. talking about the three stages? Didn't he specifically mm-hmm. mention in Conquest that they would have an yep. option to earn money back? Yeah, that right? Well, that it's maybe it's coming. Maybe. Like, Maybe he's just not telling them about it. I don't know. But he literally it was specifically said, what was said when they broke it down. Yeah, that's what I yeah. thought. Right. But then in this moment, he's like, you have fit three hundred and fifty six thousand. And that is what you will be playing for when you go to my final. And I'm like. What? Yeah. Excuse, Excuse me. me? Mm-hmm. Excuse me. What? Mm-hmm. What? 
I don't remember that. No. I remember <laughs> I remember you saying you could earn more. In fact, I think that's we had a whole right. discussion about it yeah. when we first found out about this situation. That's, that's not right, TJ. That's so, not right. You're changing the, changing the rules. Mr. TJ. All of a sudden, Bananas is going to show up and there's going to be two winners. Watch us go back. <laughs> Watch us go back and he never actually said that. I'm, oh I'm going to go back and check it and it, I will insert it. Control. During level one, control, I'm going to give you the opportunity to earn more money. Chaos. During level two, chaos, you're going to be fighting to protect that money. I'm going to crash this party. <laughs> and conquest. And during level three, conquest, you may earn even more. You know Here. what happens if, if we're wrong? My excuse, weed. <laughs> sorry i tried my best guys I did so my fucking best. anyway um daily yeah so the daily um loved it, it it's kind of hard to talk about this one though like obviously you know uh really quick we'll just run through round one orasio absolutely kills it with a man yeah. well coming in behind him raven cannot paddleboard girl looks like she's never fucking held a paddle in her damn life and i just want to say Norris actually did better than I thought she would. Oh, yeah. I was expecting yeah. Norris yeah. and Raven to be like battling it out for last, but Me too. it wasn't even a, a close battle between them. Norris beat her by quite a bit oh, to the yeah. shore. Um, and then round two, it, it was, was Kylan. Kylan. And then Michelle. Michelle in second smoked place it. smoked it. She was super worried about being out on the water uh -huh. and say, talking about how, you know, her physical abilities is not like her strong point of her game. And so she was worried about that. She absolutely killed it. She beat Corey Lay. Hella props to her for that. Yeah. And in this round, of course, you know, Mariah is the one who looks like she's never held, held she a paddle. She's fucking straight she's at the tip, just fucking <laughs> paddling with her hands. How? I don't understand. Like, I'm not trying to say this as like someone who's sitting on their couch watching this. Like, I've paddleboarded before. I also have kayaks. Like, <laughs> I don't understand what the struggle was either. like i want to talk to somebody to know what was the issue with the paddle boarding like was there a strong Seriously. current like the water looked pretty smooth yeah. yeah so i have questions i think that like when you do a paddle board it matters which one's the front and the back whereas like if you're in a kayak it doesn't necessarily matter but i just think that some people don't understand oh maybe right means left and left means right uh-huh so it looked like mariah i was just going around in a circle completely she was just spinning in circles like this for a minute <laughs> if you're going on the challenge you need to go on a kayak at least once yes you gotta get good at your swimming like puzzles people at the very least so you can plan for the part of the final that they don't air yeah yeah exactly yeah, <laughs> i mean you're gonna have to get good at Sudoku. Yeah. Yeah. Sudoku? Sudoku? Sudoku. Sudoku. Oh, I was right. Whatever. You knew what I was talking about. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> um, I, to me, the best part of this whole daily was Mariah at the fucking very front of the, the fucking board, just like a dog in water. <laughs> she finally gave up yeah. on that damn paddle. Before it, all, before it all started, like when he says, bottom is out. Who were you immediately worried about? Mariah. 
honestly. I was worried about Narice. Yeah. I was worried about Michelle. And not even necessarily that she would go home, just like she was the first person that I thought of. I was nar- worried about Narice. Michelle looks like a girl who has paddleboarded before, like with her dog. I was questioning Berna, too. Like, Berna was one that I was like, mm, I don't no, like, see, for me, it was like Mariah because she said she's been in Florida for a long time. And so, like, there's alligators and shit. So I get not paddleboarding. <laughs> I don't know, but there's so many people in Florida that paddleboard. There's yeah, like places but, to go and stuff, I mean, right? like, to yeah. be fair, there's a whole Internet game that says January, like, put in your birthday and then Florida man. And then that's what you did on your birthday in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> so just to be fair, let's not use that as a base of morality, what they do in Florida. Um, <laughs> shout out to all our Florida listeners. We love y'all. Um, we love you, Florida. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I I was surprised that that Michelle did as good as she did. I thought yeah. she I didn't think she was going to be last, but I didn't she think she was going to be right there on Kylan the whole time. And yeah. And yeah. that's the thing is she mm-hmm. was, it wasn't like Kylan was like tons ahead of her or anything like she was on his mm-hmm. ass. So yeah. major props to her. Um, and then obviously in round three, Ed absolutely murders this. That's um, the one that surprised with me. With Jay in second. And this was the one that surprised me the most. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing, Jay? You literally do this for fun all the time. Mm-hmm. This would be like Jordan not winning a running daily or something. Like you yes. do this for fun. Yeah. What are you doing? Like what happened? Yeah, but hasn't that happened in a situation where they were they had a really emotional night the night before and their emotions could have got the best of them. That's totally possible. Yeah. But I was, I was just shocked. I expected Jay to blow this out. Ed's a sleeper. I fucking love Ed. I dude, Ed's arms. It's just like so good to know that Ed's arms are actually strong and he's not just like, he's not gobbo strong. Damn. (laughs) That's fucked up. (laughs) That's the new popcorn muscles. (laughs) I was going to say Chauncey. I'm sorry. I like Chauncey a lot. But I love him. But. <laughs> Fuck. I was going to reference SpongeBob when he has really big muscles, but he can't pick anything up with them. Like, he's like trying to pick up a cup. But <laughs> I'm in savage mode tonight. All right. <laughs> I'm just going to switch it up. As soon as she said SpongeBob, the first one I always think about is when they get the chocolate bars and you like, teasing Patrick and he like peels it and like swirls curly cues around his teeth. Yeah. Anyways. Back to the daily. Um yeah, no, I was surprised. I thought honestly I really did think Jay was gonna win this one. Um yeah. but with I thought it would come down to Jay and Horacio in the end. Mm -hmm. You know? Um so what ends up happening is we find out that uh Ed is the winner. He ends up beating out Horacio and Kylan. It was really between him and Horacio. Mm-hmm. And then in last place, it comes down to Mariah or Raven. And by seconds, PJ says, uh, Which, if, if that's the case, then I don't know what Raven was doing because Mariah was doing interpretive dance on hers at one point. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. She was reenacting Hamlet they through prob- dance. They probably yeah. just didn't show us much of Raven's struggling because they wanted mm-hmm. us like they wanted to throw us off with the editing, I'm sure. Well, they for did once that. they didn't foreshadow exactly who was going to go home because I yeah. honestly felt like it was going to be Mariah. I was like, "All right, Raven, no, safe." Me too. I don't know. There was a conversation in the kitchen with, with her and Zara talking about how they just have to win flat out now. Yeah, but 
unfortunately Raven gets purged right away. And that leads me oh, into right. like my next question, which is how do you feel about the purge last place going home after the daily? I think it's perfect except for the fact that it took out Raven. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I thought your question was going to be, did you cry too? I cried twice this episode. Um, maybe it's just because I was sick, extra emotional. I don't know. I might cry when we're talking about it, guys. I didn't <laughs> cry like obnoxious cry, but I did have the single tear. Yeah. Just That's that sad. single one, tear. One, one tear. Yeah. Well, because she did. You could see her tear. And she was just, I just wanted to be like, well, and, and here's her. my thing that I want to say about this really quick. First of all, for the answer to your question. Yes. The purge. Yes. Oh, yeah. Love it. I yeah. absolutely, I, I love yeah. the purge. I'm super here for the purge. I've been asking for a fucking purge all damn season. So when TJ said mm-hmm. last place automatically gets purged. And mm-hmm. if I'm understanding correctly, this is going to carry through the rest of conquest. So at yeah. the end yeah. of every daily, they're going to fucking purge somebody. That's yep. awesome. And I'm very excited for that. And now makes sense how they're going to get down to those mm-hmm. like yep. top like six to eight people. I don't know exactly how many in like five episodes. Yeah. I don't know how many are going to go to the final, but I assume it's going to be somewhere between six to eight. I don't know. It could be four, but I doubt it. Anyway, what I want to say about Raven and watching her cry and all that. Yes, I got super choked up, super emotional. It was a really sad moment, but I want to say that I loved seeing Raven cry in this moment. And that sounds like super cold and harsh, but I actually really loved this. First of all, I feel like we haven't seen people like cry about losing elimination Mm -hmm. in a really long time. And I don't know if it's we're just not being shown it or if people just aren't emotional about losing in this game anymore. And if people aren't, you know, if people aren't feeling emotional about losing in this game anymore, it just makes me feel like. They expect to come back, right? Like when people cry, yeah. it's like, mm-hmm. like back in the day, like when people would fucking cry at the mm-hmm. end of the eliminations, like people would ball their eyes out because they didn't know if they were getting called the next season or not. This was their one fucking chance to yeah. make an impression. You never yeah. knew. These days, it's yeah. so common to get called back and call back and call back and call back and call back that I feel like that emotional. Unless you're Jenny West. I feel like that emotional part has been pulled away from it. So it was awesome to see somebody who actually fucking cared about this game so much that getting purged made her emotional and made her cry on fucking TV. And so I, I loved this moment with with Raven, to be honest. Yeah. And that's why, like, that's why I'm so adamant that I'd like to see Raven back and also Kieran. Because yeah. Kieran cried yeah. during his elimination as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Like, same deal. And he probably even more so because he is from one of the country-specific feeder shows. Yeah. That it's going to be even harder to get a callback than someone like Raven, who's really established herself across this season as being a formidable competitor. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Kieran just had the unlucky uh, situation of actually going into an elimination against somebody that was prepared to do that specific elimination. Well, and now that you say that, I'm actually glad you said that because I want to take that back. It's not that we haven't had anybody who's been emotional about the game. It's just it's it feels less common than it used to be like back in like the early days. And I'm talking like season like when TJ was first starting like 11 through like 19. It was like every elimination of somebody lost like they were crying. They were very emotional. But bringing up the international players. What's funny about that is thinking back to like spies lies and stuff. If I remember correctly, when a lost, he was crying in his confessional 
when Emmy lost, she, you know, it, mm-hmm. it's a lot of mm-hmm. these people who don't know if they're going to get that yeah. second chance, you know? So it's, it's just, it's nice to see people care about the game. They don't take it for granted. Exactly. Not taking yes. it for granted. Exactly. I don't know. I, I think it's a couple different things. It's a highly charged moment. You just put mm-hmm. in a lot of effort trying to do something you're not comfortable with doing. It's a high buildup because you're out there for hours. I know we see it all in 10 minutes, but they're yeah. out there for three hours, probably 45 minutes after everybody finishes, they're still getting set up to do it all. Yeah. I mean, so it's, it's, it's a hard situation for him. I do want to see Raven back. I think she adds a lot to the show. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I, I don't know. I just feel like, Never mind. Never mind. I don't want to get into it. I don't want to get it. We're going to start a fight. It's I don't want to do it. Spit it out, Rick. You didn't you didn't want to get outvoted four to one. No, words are hard. <laughs> words are hard. So anyways, after the daily, we head back to the house. Well, before that, I'm sorry. We find out from TJ how this is all going to work. Yes. Um, and we're not doing voting into elimination anymore. What is going to happen basically is Ed, who won, is going to pick one person to save. That person is going to pick one person to save and continue on until there's down to three people remaining. Those three people go into an elimination. Dual style. And <laughs> that elimination will so be great. just, it will be private. Nobody will be able to view it except for TJ, just like it was on Fresh style. Meat and Fresh yeah. Meat too. Fucking love this. Um, so I actually really like that idea Same. of the private yeah. elimination. Um, I don't know how I feel about the one person saves another kind of thing. I think it tends to work in advantage of a bigger alliance. The the thing is, is that it's not even that it necessarily works in a bigger alliance. The reason that it does, it, it works very well for a big alliance, obvious for obvious reasons, mm-hmm. yeah, more numbers, you know, but here's the reason that I really like this is that if the smaller alliance wins, on like a normal basis, right? Because we're individual now. So if somebody from the smaller alliance wins like Arasio, yeah, he can, he can, he can't save his entire alliance if they're all sitting down to do votes. He most likely can't save anybody from his alliance because once he's out of the equation, they have even less votes. And then it's all on Jay's team, right? So with this situation, if Arasio, Kyland, Narice, Olivia, you know, any of the people in that alliance win, they can keep their entire fucking alliance safe. You know what I mean? So it's it's doesn't necessarily it favors bigger alliances because you have more chances to win the daily for your alliance and keep your entire alliance safe. But the good thing about this is if no matter who's on the winning side, that person's alliance, their entire alliance is safe. And that's what I like about it is it gives more power to the person who wins. The daily you're basically choosing who's who's going in. Is it going to be somebody from your you can basically protect your entire alliance? No. And that's, I think, why I don't like it is because you can protect your whole fucking alliance. I, I would have preferred it so much more if it if they would have done like, all right, first place gets to pick one other person that's safe or picks the person that goes into elimination. And then we do a, um, a secret vote. You know what I mean? Where we can actually get people that are willing to backstab people. They just don't want to do it in but, front of But them. are they, though? Because we've seen secret votes in the last few seasons and people still aren't willing to backstab each other. Mm-hmm. Well, I they mean, still, that's, because people that's not still accurate. figure it out. All, you, all they got to do is count and they figure it out. So people are still too fucking scared to do it in secret votes. We watched it with the hopper. 
Well, I mean, Josh did it mm-hmm. twice. I, I understand one person did it, but it's not like a common thing where people were like, yeah, this is my opportunity. And then he got reamed out for it. And mm-hmm. he got fucked up. Look at his game. Look what happened. The other, the other side of that, too, with a smaller alliance. So, yeah, like, yes, if you have a larger alliance, you have more possibilities to be in that power seat. But the smaller alliance, if they've only got like three or four people, maybe five people in their alliance, they save them. And then honestly, let the bigger alliance cannibalize itself every single vote and show the pecking order every single time. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that really makes it a bigger deal for the people that go in and come back because it's still the same thing that we were saying before where they're sending two people in and then two people are coming back. Mm-hmm. If you're sending three people in and two people are coming back, then the two people that came back are no more impressed with you than the two people were before except they just potentially lost an alliance member so they have even less to lose right all right so this is going to follow up to my next question before we get into the house portion which is based on what we know as far as the last three people it could be guy girl two girls one guy one two guys one girl yeah that go into an elimination the pizza place yeah exactly uh but do you, what do you guys think about this? Because I'm actively against like women and men competing in the same type of competition. I think it's very much to me like there should be a first place for the men and a first place for the women. Well, yeah, there should be, but that's not the situation that we're in. You know, I, I understand that. I'm not asking for a recap of the situation we're in. I'm asking for your opinion of this. What do you think? <laughs> Mom and dad are fighting. No, this isn't even fighting. This is just us being dicks. Um, No, I think that I think it's fine as long as the as long as the whatever the challenge is, whatever the elimination is, as long as it's something neutral, that's not more, you know, like heavily lean towards like something that a male would be able to complete. I think it's fine. I don't see there being that big of an issue like. It's not like they're saying, hey, come and lift these 250 pound tires and fucking flip them and roll them through the sand. Like they're literally saying, walk across this fucking tight beam, this beam, this wiggly mm-hmm. beam and go fucking solve a word problem. Like, I, I just I don't mm-hmm. see a problem putting men against women in this situation at all. In this situation. But I'm just saying production has a long history of putting them in situations which is not fair. Oh, and that's 100%, what I'm asking. hundred percent. Like we can literally jump right back to yeah. what was it? Uh, final reckoning yes. with Polly and Natalie, oh. where they went against Brad and mm-hmm. Kyle in the elimination where they rolled the things and Natalie got mm-hmm. fucked up. That was yeah. not a fair yeah. elimination mm-hmm. to put a man against a woman. And especially a man sitting yeah. there twisting her little well, tiny 90 even, pound ass. Even you know? Zach and Amanda versus Devin mm-hmm. and Corey in that thing that really took mostly upper body strength. Yeah. Yeah, that I, one's I mean, that one's a little more neutral in my opinion, but no, you know, I, not at all because Amanda lost. It, but I'm, it's not <laughs> it's not their fault that Amanda doesn't. But it's something that was possible for a woman to do. It, it's not like it was impossible, well, and we also don't know that elimination is. I know it's questioned, but I'm just saying, a hundred and five pound woman compared to a hundred and eighty five pound Devin or a two hundred and ten pound Corey that is built like a fucking brick house is very different. Yeah. It's a hundred percent different when it comes to upper body strength. And that's what I'm saying is like, yes, in this particular elimination that we saw, no, I don't find issue because I think it was pretty fair other than the wall. 
Now, do I think Zara would have gotten over it a lot faster if she hadn't made the mistake that she did? Yes. Oh, we're going to get into that. Yeah, and we'll get deeper into that. But I'm just saying, I don't foresee production being able to hold this together for the rest of the season to make sure that every elimination is equal and is a equal set. Why wouldn't it just be this? I wouldn't be surprised if they just switch up the puzzles. I think they're just going to switch the puzzles Mm -hmm. like they did on Fresh Meat. That's literally all they did. It was the same trail, the same course for everything. Well, they had three different courses technically that they alternated through the, the mountain one, the beach one, and then like the forest one or whatever. But and but the the checkpoints everything was exactly the same they would just change the numbers or change how many you know sticks you had to move mm-hmm. or whatever the friggin puzzle was they would just change the puzzle and if you're not in it you don't know you don't know what's going on so well and i think that that's why they're doing yeah. private eliminations is mm-hmm. because they are not going to be changing it and they don't want the audience to know what to expect when they get to elimination it also favors the people that they continually throw in because then they're going to be old hat at the different portions of it. And it's going to be harder for the new person to come out on top. Also, I love the private elimination thing. Um, first of all, I just want to reiterate the fact that as an old school, like old, old school challenge fan, I don't mind the audience helping. But I do like that in this like battle for a new champion the be, you know, the best of the newbies kind of thing. I like that they're put in a situation where it's literally all on you. You don't get help from the audience or anything like that. It's on you. What do you know? What can you do? It enforces individual versus team even more. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Do you like the idea of three people going again against each yes. other? Or would you prefer two? Three. Mm, I don't mind the three. I don't. That part doesn't. That part doesn't bother me so much. I think more than three would be too much. I like three because it's not two. Um, and we're just so used to like the exact same, like the exact same rundown every That's single true. time. And then this way, you're actually putting three people down, three people competing. And back to our previous assumption that if they don't change the course, it also gives the people who are going to be in the bottom consistently a better chance of coming back because they are more comfortable with it than if it was just two people who are going in one comes back one goes home right i hope they switch it up because if it's the same fucking elimination every week i'm gonna get bored pretty quick i'm just gonna be honest i think Mm -hmm. it's gonna be the same thing it's just gonna be different puzzles same so that they can't like tell them does everybody know how to do sudoku sudoku i would never do you mean like us or do you mean like she meant us (laughs) i do for fun i enjoy it a lot I know how to do them. Uh, I used to know how. I haven't done it in like 10 years, so I, I completely forgot. I but I, I knew at one point in time. Because I looked at that and was like, surely I would never finish that. I don't math, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was like an easy medium. I can generally do them between like three to seven minutes, depending on like the difficulty level of them. But the thing with that, they were all counting, and I don't know why. Well, don't they have to add up like each line? No, to- no Zara was like... No, eight. it's one to nine. Yeah, and Zara was like 18, oh. 13. Yeah, and I think oh, either Kyland or Horacio was like counting how much everything added up to as well. And I was like, that is not a component of Sudoku <laughs> unless it's changed. Well, now I wonder if it is, though. I thought you did. 
It said something like each square must add up to, I think it was like 28 or something like that. That's why I was confused yeah. when you were asking why she was counting to 18. I was like, that's not said to do or whatever you want. Well, they may it. have changed the fucking rules. That's the challenge. They yeah. love to change fucking math rules and puzzle rules. Mm-hmm. Do whatever one plus two plus three plus four plus five, whatever to nine is. And just say that every box had to equal that. That's what I'm thinking it probably was. I feel like I've done puzzles like that before that they had to all, like each column had to add up yeah. and blah, blah, blah. But that's. When they used to do them a lot, like they used to do the puzzles like on in finals and stuff like that, where every line. Maybe yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Equal of. a certain amount. Right. Well, so, yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Before <laughs> we get too far into the episode, <laughs> let's take a quick break for this. <laughs> you whisper over the music no one can hear except for unless you're wearing headphones <laughs> <laughs> what i'm i'm really high that's what that's what i, was, that's what I said over the music anyways, anyways we're back back and back back again and uh we're back to the house too that's that's where we're back from yeah can i just say really quick okay actually no. when we get done with the elimination they they actually go and have a little boat day. But I just want to so say boring. not a single fucking thing happens on this boat day. So no. I, I, here's my thing. Here's my thing. We just were talking uh, last week about, you know, because when CT left, he left them with that little piece of advice like, oh, hey, don't forget to have fun with the game. And then we actually posted about that. Uh, on our Instagram about, you know, it, like we miss that stuff. We want to see them have fun. So you're telling me that all these people, like 15 people, went out on a fucking yacht drinking and having fun and eating food and swimming and half naked and all that stuff. Yeah. And that was the best footage that you guys got? All we get is Nerissa and Olivia. There was no party, no music. There was no like, no, nope. let's have a cannonball contest outside of the like there was nothing mm-hmm. fun. Like, and that's what I mean. Like, they're, are they not having mm-hmm. fun or is production just not showing us anything? No, I think that footage existed, but I think it just wasn't shown because even this week um, I listened to the the MTV pod with Zara and she said that she was doing backflips off the boat and everybody was cheering her on and stuff. And I'm like, I've been to some boat parties and that's what, what it's like. And why didn't we see that? We just saw like a conversation and then like Ed contemplating in his black wife beater a bunch of people's heads floating in the water why like i just don't get it it's because the best we, scenes happen at bars but here's the thing boats. like they used the wrong b setting <laughs> poor rick didn't get his club scene and look just, what happens it was boring no it was but fucking boring i'm just saying even in the club it's always like game overload you know what i mean like yeah. We used to get like shots of like them yeah. dancing and having a good time and stuff in the club. And then like for the boat days, like the first thing I think of, even something small like this is what was it? I can't remember. It was like Dirty 30 or something where they all got they got to like the winners of Rivals the daily three. got to take the take a oh, couple yeah. other teams with them out on the boat, you know, and they did three. that whole yeah. they did a 30 second little scene. It was nothing super huge, but it was like everybody jumping off into the boat doing different tricks. And then they did the sexy little shot of like Ashley climbing up out of the water and the guys climbing up. Simple, 
simple. What you're telling me you didn't get no shots of anybody climbing out of the water? You couldn't give us any nothing? Nothing funny was said. Like nobody <laughs> wanted to do an ABC party on the boat. Also, that boat had to have had like a water slide or something on it because it looked really nice. It had like something. a formal dining area where Norris and fucking Olivia mm-hmm. were talking. Like I thought they were going to get served a patty melt or some shit. Are we watching Below Deck or The Challenge? Right? I was like, is this the fucking love boat? Yeah, I just I, this the the boat day thing kind of irritated me. It is good to know that they were having fun there. Just <laughs> I don't understand why production's not showing us any of the fun. It's not just. It's not just the drinking stuff anymore that they're keeping from us. It's literally no. any fun at yeah. all. It's like these people are taking this very seriously. They are taking the name of the show very seriously. They are committed to being the new champion. No fun has been had. No fun for you. Because they need to spend four minutes on Mariah and James dry humping in the fucking jacuzzi in oh. midday. Yeah, you can show us that, but you can't show us Zara doing backflips. Like, just give me more Zara. I know you could have given us more Zara, especially knowing what was going to happen. Thanks, production. Yeah, why didn't you foreshadow more? Yeah. God, no. <laughs> why stop now? I know. Like now, you're going to try to make this exciting. No. Um, I wanted to ask, what do you guys think about Nerys and Zara going and talking to Ed about like? switching sides or like you know because we we voted a man well like to me it's like you would probably would have better success sending Norris by herself than Norris and Zara yeah maybe because Norris and Ed were on the same side of the house for so long but I, it also feels like a Hail Mary to me like let's well, just see if this can work uh, very much so but here's my thing and maybe I'm looking at this wrong because I feel like I'm looking at it different than you guys are is it I think that Narice and Zara going and, and throwing up this Hail Mary, trying to get Ed to kind of come over to their side, especially after what happened last week, is totally acceptable. Um, and I can't blame them for it at all. But what what I have an issue with is in this moment, Ed has like a confessional or whatever where he says, you know, I don't necessarily think that Narice and, you know, Olivia and all them were trying to save me i think they were just trying to vote a man well in but i'm just like okay but what's the difference either way they didn't say your name jay did but you're gonna have jay's back in this situation when he literally tried to get you thrown in and then has now blown up a couple of his other alliances because they also didn't vote for you to ensure that you went in i'm just what no i had the same exact thought I'm like, I, what, what don't you see here? Are you just like not or just sticking with your guns and like this is the promise I made. So this is what I'm doing, even though these people are already fucking me over. And now we, with him doing so well in the challenges, like it's pretty clear Jay's just going to keep coming for him, if not Kyland. Well, and here's my thing is that, you know, we've we've heard this so many times through this whole season is, you know, scared gameplay, scared gameplay. And most of the time that the phrase is used, I don't actually think that it's applicable to what's going on. But unfortunately, as much as I love Ed and I love what he did last week, I feel like this is the perfect example of scared gameplay. You have the perfect excuse to flip over to the other side. And it's not like the other side is super low on numbers. If Ed flipped over... Like that fucking changes some shit, you know? So it's like you have the perfect excuse to do it. Jay literally served it to you on a silver platter. 
the reasoning for not working with him going forward in this game. He served it to you on a silver platter. And for some reason, you're not going to take it. And I just I just. So I'm going to say this because I feel like I'm the only person that says this. I don't like it. Like, not that he's not a, a decent physical competitor. I just, yeah. I don't think he's good at this game. Like, we talk about how Michelle sees the whole game. She sees all the puzzle pieces. Mm-hmm. We talk about Nari seeing all that. And to me, Ed sees 12 pieces of a thousand piece puzzle. He's got like the edges made out, but he, he doesn't have the picture. Ed, Ed is a soldier. He's a soldier for whatever alliance he's going to work with. He's not necessarily going to be the one that makes the moves. I mean, technically, he's an engineer. I know he didn't say it this episode, but it's true. He, he's an engineer. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, you're, everything you just said explains why Ed is not good at this game. Yeah. Literally, Jay said your name and then blew up his and not just with his best friend, one of his best friends in the yeah. house. Because she didn't say your name. Yeah. But instead, you're going to do what Jay and his alliance want you to do. Yeah. At what point does that make you good in this game? Like, you might as well just said, Mm -hmm. you know what? I know I'm going out before the final because I'm way down on this totem pole. And it was proven last week. Yeah. But I'm still going to side with these people. Like, that's where I'm at with that is, yes, he's funny. Yes, he's good at dailies. But he's not good at this game. I'm sorry. That's that's fair. I, that's fair. And look, I, it's fair. It's fair. But you don't have to say that you don't like Ed. <laughs> I'm sure Ed is a phenomenal person. And, and let me rephrase that. I, it's not that I don't like Ed. I don't like Ed in this game. I'm sure that Ed outside of this game and outside of the TV edit is a phenomenal person and an awesome dude to go have a fucking beer with. Oh, and yeah. go Hang out with and just talk some shit with. Yeah. But as far as in this game, it's it's not for him from what I'm seeing. But he's also like this is basically his rookie season pretty much, too. No, he went pretty deep uh, in the spies. He came in late to the spies. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was in the beginning. but Mm -hmm. That's my bad. Well, I don't really feel like he's had very much time to like learn from the legends like like. People like Michelle have made friends with these people who have years and years of experience and knowledge to give you when you share the beers. But Ed's like by himself in Conshohock and wherever the hell he lives. <laughs> and, you know, he doesn't, I don't know, and the show he came from has nothing to do with this. So he also was on the Zach Nichols podcast. I only saw the clips that they posted on like Instagram. But he basically yeah, has Goku he does. complex. Like him and Zach were going back and forth about it. And Zach's like, dude, don't you want to win the money? Like, don't you want it easy? And he's like, no, I want to go against the best. So, yeah. Well, and and I, I listened to it. And Ed does say that he should have made a deal with Kylan and Orasio. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. looking back at it. And, you know, so that kind of tells you how things are falling. But. And he didn't do his homework. He watched like a couple highlight mm. reels before he went on the show. So he doesn't that it's, he I doesn't mean, know the show. That's why Kylan's so well respected. I just specifically remember. Yeah, I remember the scene in USA one where Kylan said that he was a fan and he has watched the challenge. And from that moment, I just like immediately respected him more than your average yeah. new challenger. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And and that's like same with Norris. Like I know Norris is a big challenge fan, so it gives mm-hmm. that just 
like the fact that you respect the game enough to be a fan of it before going on says mm-hmm. a lot about how you're going to play the game mm-hmm. in my opinion yeah they know why they're there it, yeah yes. exactly instead of get, yeah. instead of getting gabo asking who's tj <laughs> well and i think that's probably why narice is doing so good with everything on this show she knows she knows what's up yeah i agree so in the next part of this the house time the house portion of the show um we get michelle mariah jay and emmanuel i guess they're all sharing a room now either that or they were all just hanging out i don't know talking about how they're gonna make this whole vote work for them like they already know that ed's gonna work in their direction and they definitely want to get Arasio Kylan and Zara out, which is smart because they're some of the top competitors in the house. And I don't blame them for that at all. Yeah. Um, what I don't like is the plan that they devise to make Norris have to make a decision. Now, no. I know this is from an edit and I know we were talking about this briefly and I'm going to get into an overall question on this, but basically from the edit, it's inferred that this is Jay's plan to make Norris the second to the last person to pick or the, the, the last, the last person, yeah, the last person to pick. And she's going to have to choose between Kylan, Arasio or Olivia and really Arasio and Olivia, her best friend and her boyfriend. Right. And to me, as much as I, I want to say, believe the person we talked to for two and a half hours is Jay. I just don't understand how you do this to a friend, a real friend, because it's not something I could do to a real friend. And maybe I'm just not cutthroat Mm -mm. enough. Yeah. And that's that's kind of where I sit with it is, look, if I remove the fact that Jay and Narice were like real life friends before they came into this game, if I remove that, this was fucking phenomenal move. Mm -hmm. This was incredibly smart to put your other to put the opposite alliance in a bad situation and force somebody to choose and then get some of the strongest people down there because he knew they all knew that Norris was going to pick mm-hmm. Olivia. Well, cause we knew that Horacio was going to say, don't pick me. Exactly. We all expected it was no shock when he said it, yeah. although I still wrote it down because every time he says it, it, it's so sweet. But here's my thing about Jay is, and I, I talked to you about this a little bit um earlier is when i first watched the episode i was like oh my god i can't believe he's gonna do that to narice like there's no way he's gonna go through on that like he's he's gonna get his consciousness is gonna kick in and he's gonna go and be like never mind we can't do this like and change shit right no he didn't and i was like oh my god i was so shocked i was like <laughs> okay that's really kind of messed up then i watched it the second time and i started thinking i'm like this is not the first time that Jay has taken an opportunity to shoot at his number one person in the game. In fact, this is exactly what he did on the very first show that he was ever on is he went after Michaela on Survivor Ooh. and he took out his number one right from under her fucking feet, swept her right out. And obviously things are a little bit different on Survivor, but it totally reminded me of that moment. And I was like, dude, like, Jay is just a fucking savage when it comes to these games. And as much as I want to be like angry with him for what he did to Narice, because I love Narice and I don't think what he did was right. And it, it definitely bit him in the ass because it has had lasting effects. We can see it online. They are no, no longer friends, but at the same time, it's like that savagery of the game is something that we have been asking for and we've been missing. So I also have to kind of respect that, 
he's here to win money for himself and he's playing for this season. And granted, I think that it's he's going a little too hard and it's going to have long term repercussions for him. But I also can't be mad because this is what I've been begging for. I've been begging for challengers to play for this season and stop thinking about, oh, how is this going to affect me five, six, seven seasons down the road? Jay's not thinking about that at all. Well, and it is it is going to affect him. I think it is going to affect him. But it's like I just I don't know. I feel like a hypocrite being mad at him for doing something that I've been asking and waiting for. I'm not mad that he did it. I think it's just. It's almost like I'm disappointed that he would do that to a a friend from outside of the game. And that's the difference to me between what he did with Michaela. He had just met Michaela. They known each other for a, a week. Three weeks most, and right? That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. He's known he's known Narice for years, and they've hung out outside of the show. This is only the second season that they've been on the same show together, and they've known each other prior to that from X on the Beat, right? So that's my thing is is like it's one thing to do this to Ed or to do it to you know fucking Zara or Olivia mm, that mm-hmm. you've met through the show, but to do this to who someone you consider an actual friend mm-hmm. is a fucked move now with that being said does it make great tv absolutely and i'm not mad that he did it for the television screens because jay is a showman it's just wow Mm -hmm. if he did it to anybody else other than norris i probably would have been like oh shit that's a good game move and i do have a slightly i don't know if i want to say an unpopular opinion but i have a question for you guys when it comes to Jay's gameplay this season. I guess it's not a question, more of a statement, but um, I feel like he's he's channeling some banana esque style gameplay here. Like, I feel like there's a lot of things he's done that I'm like, ooh, Nanners very well could have done something like that. And this is one of those moves that I'm like, I can't. Did bananas do something like this to Nani before or no? I don't feel like he's he's been quite so cutthroat with like. I was comparing banana and Nani to mm. Jay and Narice, and I don't think that bananas would have done something like this to Nani. I mean, he did steal money from Sarah. Yeah, he did, but that was different. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a. Bad, but that's a maybe that sorry, that might be a different story for another day. I mean, day. here's my thing is 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 it the exact same no? Because I don't <laughs> think him and Sarah were actual friends like that mm-hmm. where they were hanging out outside of the season. Um, I could be completely wrong. Not at that know. point, yeah. But it, like I'm on the fence with this. Like I like it just it's just eye opening to me. And that's where I really agree with the fact that yes, we do want to see people play for this season. But I also don't want my favorite to, or one of the people I really like to never make it past a halfway point ever again. Right. Because that's what Jay is pretty much just signed into fucking fact. Because you can't tell me anyone that watches this show that's going to be on future seasons yeah. is going to be like, oh, no, I'm going to work with Jay till the end. Yeah. No. And and so here's my thing is now that I've, you know, given Jay the props and the flowers for what I think he deserves in this moment. I want to say this is that I don't actually think that this was something that Jay was like, Ooh, you know, I'm going to just play for this season and I'm going to play. I feel like this was a very emotional move against Norris because he felt backstabbed by Norris Mm -hmm. and he really Mm -hmm. wanted, 
It had nothing really to do spiteful. with it, Yes, it had nothing to do with the game or anything. He wanted her to feel pain because he could have very easily put Olivia in the situation to choose. But he chose to do it to Narice, who he's closest to, which tells me it was a personal thing against Narice. And in my opinion, like that's where like you got to cut that shit off, dude. Like you can't be taking this game so personal. This is what it is. It's cutthroat. It's backstab. Your friends are going to get attacked. You're going to get attacked. That's what this is. Like, that's what everybody signs up for when they come on this show. And that's what happens. You know, like I said it earlier in the season when it was, um, you know, like Melissa, the whole Melissa thing is like, if you don't want to get backstabbed and you don't want people to be cutthroat to you, then you can't play a game that is revolved around backstabbing and cutthroat. 100%. I mean, and I guess here's my thing is like the reason I feel this way is because I've seen tweets and remarks from cast that were involved in this directly Nuri's mm-hmm. and she literally says I don't want to continue talking shit about Jay because I truly did love him as a friend but damn every time I see this shit that he said and did to me this season I can't help but be disgusted with it. yeah and I mean that's from someone that said I loved you as a friend like and that's the part right. that gets me you know as much as I say oh I would lie to my wife to win the challenge that's because she understands I'm doing it to win the challenge I wouldn't go out of my way to make her choose between our kids to prove something to me. Well, and Narice even said something when her and Olivia were on the boat. She was like talking about how I consider him a friend outside of here. And like we can separate like you can be mad at me for something I did in the game. You don't have to be mad at me as a friend. And I feel like he's he's letting all those lines just get real blurry. And he. Sir, and that's happy. the thing too is like it's clear that Asaf was his anchor. Yeah. And as soon as he went mm-hmm. out, he just spiraled and took shots at anyone he could for any reason that he could. And like you said, like this the exact same thing could have been accomplished by making Olivia choose. And I actually wrote that down as well. Like mm-hmm. it has the exact same impact. It makes for the exact same television. But it doesn't take a direct shot at somebody that will have like real world implications. And I don't know whether it was just a matter of like, he was so focused within the game that he didn't even realize that it was going to have long lasting implications outside of the game, but he obviously does now. So it'll be interesting to see how he plays the next time that he plays to see if there's any change one way or the other. Right. Um, as far as the Michaela um, thing, the survivor, like with her, it was a matter of he just found an idol and unfortunately found it with her. Yeah. Oh, he had to get rid of her. Yeah. It was a matter of like, I have to get rid of you so that you don't blow up my game. Right. Right. But not everybody would make that choice. I was just trying to point to the fact oh, no, that like Jay has that savage side where he can make those cutthroat choices that a lot of other people would struggle to make. Hundred percent, you know. Yeah, but that that breeds a winner. Like I always say to Sam, I'm like, if you don't have that dog in you, like you're not going to win the challenge. Yeah, you got to be willing to be a little cutthroat, you know. So I just think there was a smarter way to go about this. If you want to create division amongst that alliance. You make Horacio decide between Olivia and Reese, or you make Olivia decide because that would actually be the, that either one of those situations 
would actually, in my opinion, be more interesting because technically Olivia and Horacio go back way further than Horacio and Norris or Olivia and Norris. So if you put Olivia in that position and say pick between Norris and Horacio and then, you know, Kylan and Zara, obviously they're right off the table. Who is Olivia going to pick? Is she going to pick Horacio that she's known since like college days? Or is she going to pick Norris that she's been best friends with for the past like year? And it actually fulfills the story that the edit's been telling all season. And that's yeah. why I was saying put Arasi on that situ- situation, because if he picks Norris, you go to Olivia and see, say, look, everything I told you was true. Yeah. Jay would have his play right there. Arasio would just put himself in. Yeah, he would. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And that's what ends He'd up happening. Yeah. He, he fucking just tells Norris not to, to save one of the girls. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which no one here, I'm sure, surprised that he said no. that. No, no, that's like and that's the other thing, too is the plan if the plan was to expose Maurice's allegiance to one over the other it was already flawed because anybody here as soon as Horacio is in that situation like us sitting on the couch before he even said it like Sarah and I are both like yeah he's going to just tell her to pick Olivia like that's Kylan's gonna tell her the same thing like if Horacio yeah. hadn't said it Kylan would have said it don't mm-hmm. pick us pick one of the girls you know yeah and obviously I think Zara knew that when they said pick one of the girls that she wasn't even in Narisa's mind like yes they're friends and they work together in the show but her and Olivia are friends in real life outside of the show you know so it mm-hmm. was like it was kind of a given her, um, her number one girl went home in the purge that was the only one that was yeah. saving Zara yeah but before we actually move on to the actual elimination, um, I first of all, I want to say TJ coming to the house for the nomination. So great. What? So great. Oh, my God. I, I got it so excited. So I got so excited when he started walking up that path. I was like, <gasps> me too. They shot him through the window in the house. I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, he's coming to the house. Yeah. Oh, my God. When's the last time TJ's came to the house for a nomination? I have no idea, but it got me so fucking hyped. I loved it. I love when TJ is there for the nominations and I love when he shows up and then he's like, get your stuff. We're going right now. Like, I love that. Moving on from the TJ thing, something I wanted to ask you guys. What did you guys think about James's decision in this situation with siding with Mariah instead of siding with the other side? I'm going to piss off Ed with this. Do it. Don't bring him back, James. Don't bring him back at all. Please don't. Look, I like, don't want to see him back. His game is strictly revolved around Mariah because they're in a three-week relationship. Secondly, he's from England, and we don't understand when he speaks English. <laughs> I do, but I'm predisposed to it. You're never going to miss a chance to make that, huh? I understand People in the house whose second and third language is English more than I understand James. (laughs) Daenerys, I understand everything she says. Emmanuel, same thing. I understand everything. James talks. I'm like, what? Do we have the subtitles? Because I have no fucking clue. And then let alone. Give me some closed captioning. Yeah. And then let alone the simple fact that he doesn't think for himself at all. He's like, he literally says to her, I'll do whatever you want. I'll do whatever you tell me to do. I like what Zara said. I like Zara. Zara, what'd she say that uh, James is just Mariah's fourth chihuahua? I was like, "Mm mm-hmm. I would have almost rather seen James 
play it and say, I'm going to take Zara, not Nari. How fucking awesome would that have yes. been if he didn't tell Mariah anything and he just let everybody do their shit and then it got down to him and he's like, Zara, <laughs> like just threw yeah. the wrench in. I would have fucking been like right there. Bring mm-hmm. James back. Yeah. But instead, no, I, no, I did. Like if you're, I just, he has no game and he's not even that. Im- he's no. not nearly as impressive as I thought he was going to be physically as a competitor. So it's just like devil's advocate. This is very much his rookie season. Cause like on UK first daily, he broke his face and was medically DQ'd. But the other, the other thing too, like I don't have a horse in this fight. I, because horses fight apparently it's early in the morning <laughs> whatever i'm imagining horses fighting right now right? it's glorious it's, it's more interesting than some of the dailies that we've seen this season That's <laughs> but i mean like yes he could save zara but then he's just saved like one person and pissed off everyone else in the alliance including the girl he's with like, I, I understand what you're saying, absolutely. And it would be an amazing move to just be like, fuck you guys, I'm saving Zara. But long term, like, that's the only thing he is planning for is the only way that I stay in this game basically now is Mariah. Because he even said, if she gets purged, I'm fucked. And that's accurate. Especially now that you voted out Zara because she was the only one who had your back, yeah. motherfucker. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing is it was a double edged sword for sure. Like, that was, that was the decision that nobody paid attention to. Because really, it all mm-hmm. came down to Narisa's decision, but he also completely screwed himself over. But here's my thing with it, too, though, is that I feel like James and Narice were put in the exact same situation yeah. as each other. And the difference is, is that with James, he chose the Arasio. He chose the three week boyfriend over mm-hmm. the long term yeah. friend. And I, I just I, I don't I don't understand that. And it's just like. He could have been working with the other side like this whole time. And I get like Mariah's keeping him safe, but the other side would have kept him safe too. every single one of those people want to see his ass mm-hmm. in the final. Ain't nobody trying to get rid of him right now. Like they all want to run against him because they know that they're going to beat him. So I, I just don't understand. Like if him and Ed and Colleen actually came over to the other side, yeah. they could turn this whole fucking game around. If one of them comes over to one the of other them, side. but if all three of them, they have control of the house mm-hmm. at that point. Here's my thing is James says Zara instead of Narice, even if he goes no further than next week's episode, he's earned himself a callback by throwing the house on its side. Yeah. As of right now, he's done nothing to improve his standing in the game. Agreed. And that's my biggest issue. And I think this episode is if Mariah goes out in the purge and not Raven, we have a very different episode coming down to this vote. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know Absolutely. what I mean? And it would have been. It would have been extremely dynamic is the only word I can think to explain how I'm feeling about yeah. it. Anyways, my question is, is kind of rounding up because this is the end of the Jay craziness of the episode. Pretty much <laughs> is Jay going too far or is he just making good TV? I think he's making good TV at the expense of his own relationships. Obviously I'm a fan of Jay's, but mm-hmm. some of the moves that he's made, like as far as going beyond the game, whether intentional or otherwise have been like a bit much. I, most of my notes tonight were like, while I don't agree with Jay's approach, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Um, and that's really what it comes down to is like, yeah. I still like him as a player. I'm still going to mm-hmm. root for him, yeah. but like, this is a messy season, but I guess what I keep it, what I keep in mind as well 
is this is the furthest he's gotten in a show that he's grown up being a fan of. And he, it's almost like there's so many things that he wants to do that he has no idea what to do. Unfortunately, the choices that he's been making have not been like the smoothest to put it lightly. Yeah. He and Michelle are the vets. They've each had four seasons. Nobody else has. Yeah, I was going to say, and I'm glad that you brought that up because I brought that up to Rick earlier, is that he has never been a leader. You know, the only other season Mm -hmm. that he's done really well on was last season, Ryder Dies with Michelle. And even then, even when they were winning and they were, quote unquote, in (laughs) power, they had no fucking power in that house socially because every single one of those other Uh teams wanted them the fuck out. So this is the first time that Jay has had any real social power, social currency to where he can control the game without even winning the dailies. Yeah. And I think that he is just in that mode where he just doesn't know how to handle all of that power mixed with all of the alliances that him and Michelle are working yeah. with. So, so here's yeah. my thing. Why don't, why didn't any of the vets want to work with him? What do they always say? Oh, they're untrustworthy. Mm-hmm. They're untrustworthy. And he sure has proven it. And he's proven it this whole season. So, yeah. and that's my issue is like, he had a chance to have power and to stick with a core alliance and not completely fuck it. And he fucked it. And that's really my thing is the, I think kind of like what you were saying, Tony is like the moves that he's been making great moves, wrong people. Like you're literally attacking your own alliance from the inside out, dude. And it makes no sense. But if he pulled these moves on the opposite alliance, then it's like, wow, bro, you just made an epic fucking move and you made this season great. But instead, you're just attacking Mm -hmm. your friends and your own alliance from the inside because you got emotional over losing one player. And I get it. It's your best friend. I get it. I totally get it, dude. I would probably go crazy in that house. If I was there with Rick and then Rick got sent home, I would fucking probably you're, lose my goddamn mind because now I'm now I don't have my best friend. Uh-huh. You're, you're, you're you going know, crazy but, on the first episode. <laughs> dude, I would lose my fucking I would go literally banana sandwich. Seriously, not even joking. Let me just have my fucking meltdown. And don't try to talk logically to me because there's nothing logical going on up here right now. It's it's just chaos up here and I'm freaking the fuck out. You know, so I, I get where he's coming from, but it's also like, that's also why I don't play these kinds of games because I know I can't fucking control myself. So like, if you're going to play these kinds of games, you have to learn how to control that shit. No, I agree. After all of this and everything that this season has cost him, if this motherfucker doesn't win, I swear to Christ, <laughs> man, you better win Jay. So it is fucking <laughs> worth it. At least, at least if you win $356,000, you lost a friend and you won $356,000. Oh, okay. You know? All right. But if you don't win and you <laughs> fucking just demolished a friendship for no reason, <sighs> bruh, oh my God, I would be so upset with myself. I honestly don't think he does, no. um, but I'm just saying, like, fuck. It just—it's it, possible to me. It depends on how the fine. It, there's too many, too many variables for me to say because yeah. it depends on who he goes with. Uh, if he doesn't get purged out, which I don't necessarily see happening, but I could see happening. It, it depends on the day. Um, yeah, never if he doesn't get purged out, based on the format of the elimination, I think it could be hard to get him out. But again, it just depends on like the the shakedown. Like 
he could end up in the bottom with Horacio Kyland and him. Yeah, and that's that's honestly the yeah. the main way I yeah. see Jay going home. I don't really oh, I don't really see him getting that. purged like coming in last in the daily. Yeah. I don't see that happening with Jay, but I could potentially see Arasio or Kylan or one of their alliance members winning and then just the way the numbers fall, Jay ends up in the bottom 3 and ends up losing against whoever he goes against. I could yeah. see that being more mm-hmm. the situation, but I mean at this point, because of the numbers and the way everything's lining up, as long as he just like shuts the fuck up and calms the f- hell down for just like five seconds, he might actually make it to the final. Like, you know, just some deep breathing. Nice deep breaths, Jay, in through the nose, out through the mouth. I just had a thought, which it goes to the mindset of both Horacio and Kylan. What? <laughs> And it's it's very likely not going to happen, but I could also see both of them being like, so here's what we're going to do. Put both of us in the bottom with Jay. <laughs> we'll send him home. Yeah, but they can't guarantee that once their alliance starts picking Jay's alliance, that Michelle's not just going to pull Jay and keep him safe immediately because that's, that's she, what she would do. You know, I just don't see Jay even getting into the situation where he gets close because as soon as Michelle, oh, no. he's insulated, but he could implode it. Yeah, he could. I mean, I just I don't see a route to him. Not the only way that works is if somehow they get into Ed or Colleen Corey. or some Cor- somebody who Jay is fucked over. Probably not Corey because Corey no. and Jay, but, but like Ed, you know, if Ed came to his senses, um, you know, it would be possible, um, but they would have to completely blindside Jay with it and Michelle with it and Corey with it. Daenerys could have done better. I'm just saying. She's I'm, I'm literally, I'm going to get a fucking dragon sound and every time you talk about Colleen, I'm just going to put it. Well, you better do it quick because <laughs> she's low on that fucking alliance totem pole and the way this vote's going. <laughs> what so, did you, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I, well, I was going to say, getting into the elimination, yeah. I, I know we've already talked about the, the fresh meat style where it's a private elimination. The rest of the house doesn't see it. I love it. Um, what did you guys think of this overall elimination? I'd only have tears, so I'm very upset. But it was good. Yeah, I liked the format. It was very similar to like like a end game survivor immunity challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where you have all the different things and you have to like complete a puzzle to get a, a bunch of puzzle pieces or whatever, right? So I liked it because it was very reminiscent of that and it was it was close. Like it wasn't necessarily like a runaway for anyone. And that's what I I think that's what I like about the three person elimination is you can have one person who's ahead of the pack, but that doesn't mean you're out. You still have another person who you can beat, which is nice, Um, especially in this format and especially where we're likely going to see three people from one alliance going in against one another. It's it's, it makes for a bit more interesting television because like Kylan seemed to be running away with it a little bit at the very beginning, but then it shifted and like, it was just a matter of mud and a wall. Well, and here's my thing is, is, and the question I have is which order would you have gone in if you were in that situation? Because to me, the obvious answer is you go to the wall and do the Sudoku puzzle. And then you do the balance beam, basically the way Kylan and Horacio did. Mm -hmm. I think that's the order you have to go in. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think Zara just made a rookie mistake and she didn't think it through like 
the boys did. She saved the worst for last, knowing that it was the worst as well. Like knowing that that was going to be the one she struggled Mm -hmm. with. She figured I'll burn through the first two and have more time for the, the last one rather than I'll take all my time up front. So then I can just blast through the last two. I wonder if she did the Sudoku with them, how it would have panned out. I mean, we'll never know. But Even if she would have done it second. So here's my thing. Here's my thing. Major props to Zara. Um, just the simple fact that it was a race between the three of them and not just Kylan and Horacio says a lot about her as an athlete. So yeah, she is a beast. I love her. Major props to Zara. I, I want to point out that, okay, so by the time Kylan finished his first puzzle, the, 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 the Sudoku, Sudoku, whatever it's called, by the time he finished that one, Orasio was already done and headed to his second one. And Zara had already finished her first one and was halfway through her second one, if not a little bit more than halfway through. If, and then when Kylan and Orasio both crossed the finish line, because Orasio crossed first and then Kylan was a little bit after him. By the time Kylan crossed and TJ blew the horn, like if you saw her board, she was about halfway done. Now, I don't know if she was if she was completely right. I don't know. But she was at least halfway done. So my thing is, I truly believe if she had done the Sudoku first, she and Orasio would have won and Kylan would have been going home. And Orasio and Kylan were helping each other out. So would would they have done as well if they didn't have each other to bounce on the word one? Uh, yeah. yeah. So here's my thing is I think it's the analogy I would use is it's like a race, right? Like there's one section of the track that's a little bit slower and there's another section of the track that's a little bit faster. Mm-hmm. And like she went with, yeah, she went with the fast track first where they went with the slow track. I think that it's hard to judge where they exactly were because she finished up her first one, went into the second one. And as soon as she was going to the second one, Kylan was already getting out of the first one. And then as she's getting out of the second one, he's getting out of his second one. So it's a pretty close tie. So that tells me he went through that Sudoku board pretty fucking quick. With that being said, I do think it's a coin flip. If she goes a different order and say, and saves the mud for last, it's a coin flip between her and Kylan and who wins. I think Horacio is just such a good competitor that you give him three different eliminations to compete in. He's inevitably, if he starts off bad on the first one, he's going to make that ground up in the, in the last two. He's yeah. Yeah. He's just going to nail it. I I also just want to say just the fact that we can sit here and have a debate about whether or not Zara would have beat Kylan or Horacio in this is absolutely phenomenal. Major props to her and huge huge fucking props for what she did when she got stuck on that wall because so many challengers that we've seen on this show they would have given up they would have just sat down and started crying my arms hurt i can't do it wham 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 but instead this girl yeah she and wiped her fucking knee pads off and worked her ass over that wall and went on and continued to do the puzzle instead of just giving up so I want to give her major fucking props. TJ does not like quitters and she did not fucking quit. So mm-hmm. major props to Zara. I would never, oh, yeah. I wouldn't, it wouldn't even been a competition if it was me in Zara's place. It wouldn't even been a competition. Well, and 
here's my thing with Zara is I think she's good enough that outside of maybe Ed, she beats every other guy in this house. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Fuck yeah. I was just going to say, I think Ed ke- keeps up with Horacio and Kylan in this elimination. Mm hmm. And Zara's really fucking close. Yeah. But if it's but Jay, anyone else, yeah, I Corey think she, Lay, she wins. Anybody else in this house, even a Manuel, it's. And that also shows like, I know that they were just trying to get as many of, you know, the opposite alliance down in the bottom as possible. This would have been a really good opportunity to get like three big dudes down there. But their thought was Horacio, yep. Kyland, and Zara. James's big ass was scared of her. That's why he put her in. Zara was that third, uh, that third threat that they're looking at for that 100%. final. And I think that says a fucking lot about Zara. And the fact, the fact that they've been mm-hmm. looking at her as one of the major threats since they walked into the house. Yeah. Like before any of the other sections of the game, Zara was one of the people that they were looking out for from the jump. Exactly. I agree. Here's my thing is, and I, Maybe I'm just biased because I saw what he did last time he was on. And from his profession, you know, his endurance is through the fucking roof and he's got muscles in places. Other people don't have muscles because he has to do fucking dance is I think people are sleeping on a man. Well, oh, how 100%. good he is 100%. like because oh, yeah. he's so quiet and he's not showing out right now if, and he's letting them. That's the thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. If Jay was smart, he would say, give me. James and Corey to go to a final. I want to go against the biggest guys that are going to have to carry the most weight while running. Yep. Not the people he's riding with because I, I don't know if Jay, even if he makes the final, if he wins it with who's it looks he, like is if he could beat a man. Well, yeah, I like, don't think he beats a man. Well, I don't think he mm-hmm. beats Ed. I don't know if he beats Michelle in a final <laughs> just Michelle's- because She's, she's got endurance and she can fucking do puzzles. And that's yeah. from mm-hmm. what we've seen in the last few seasons. That's so invaluable to be able to do. Yeah. It makes a difference. That's true. I just wanted to see Zara in this final so bad. I'm no, sorry. I'm not been gushing fine. over her yet. I, I love her so much. Like I yeah. ugly cried. I'm not even going to lie. I full blown ugly cried. She, I want to shout her out for the pure fact that I'm like, I'm, these women on the, not like all a lot a lot of the cast are super athletic, but women like Zara on this show inspire me every day when I'm doing my workouts and I get tired. I'm like, no, that yep. bitch is still going, so I'm gonna keep going. That's what I'm thinking in my head. So I just want to shout her out for just being who she is and bringing bringing herself to the show. And giving us the show she did. Look, Absolutely. they better not fucking Jenny Wester. That's they, all I have uh, to say. If they don't bring her back, I ride it. Yeah, we, we ride it, Dawn. The two people that we lost this episode were two of the people that last week we were talking about running the final. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. Literally. She was in, like, I, I really thought that she was making it. I, I really did, too. And I'm super, super bummed to see, Zara, to see Zara go. But also, like, you know, she went out with a bang. I think I feel like she made an impression on the game. I feel like she'll get called back. And because of how much she has made me love her through this season, and especially through this episode, mm-hmm. I am going to give her my MVP. And I have no honorable mention. I am yeah. just giving it to Zara. I absolutely love her. I'm so sad to see her go. I'm sad to see Raven go as well. 
Um, Bazzara was the one I was really fucking hoping to see in that final. So I'm giving yeah. her my MVP. Thank you for, you know, being a badass for all us girls out there and, you know, keeping up with the boys, man. Fucking, I love it. So I'm going to, I'm going to yeah. echo your MVP and go with Zara for it. Hell of a performance, hell of a season. My honorable mention goes to Narisa's anger management. <laughs> yes. I'll back that up. I'll back that up. Because <laughs> the fact that she didn't just yep, I back that too. fucking punch Jane the back of the head mm-hmm. after that mm-hmm. elimination. Because <laughs> you saw it click once she realized what fucking happened. Oh, yeah. And you just saw it on her face. I was like, oh, she's going to fuck someone up. Oh, she pissed. She pissed. Farah better be happy she's not there. <laughs> See, I know. (laughs) The way that I look at it, no matter up until obviously this episode, 100% my money was on Zara being the female winner of this season, whether it be the sole winner or whether it be the female winner and somebody, a male gets in first. She was my female winner for this season, hands down. Yeah. So she is also my MVP. Um, I did give honorable mention to Narice also for not throw punching Jay. Nice. I I'm love that. Hive mind. See, very punchable face this episode. <laughs> um, last, last shout out I have. Sorry, just really quick because I forgot to say this with my MVP nomination. Also loved, just like I said with Raven, um, you know, but seeing Zara get so emotional over having yeah. to leave this mm-hmm. game and then at, literally saying to TJ like, this game and this experience has meant so much to me and I'm just so sad to leave it. I was just like, oh, I love her. She loves this game. She respects the game. Please, please, production, don't fuck this up. Please, please bring her back. God, listen to us for once in your lives. Please, if you listen to us on anything, anything, please bring Zara back. Please, and don't Raven. fuck it up. And, and Raven. Raven. Bring them both back. Please. Thank and you it- so much. They're part of that new quartet of Narice and was it Narice, Mariah, Raven, and Zara? Zara, yeah. Look, and based on the previews, we're my, gonna find out. Look, it's, Olivia does not look too happy in that situation. Yeah, it's um, about to blow up. So, yeah, I mean, the only thing that would like, because I see where you guys are coming from. Like, I didn't ugly cry for this, but I would ugly, like, I would ugly cry if like Arasio and Kylan went out on the same episode. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I'd be like, "Fuck this podcast! Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not doing this shit fuck anymore. this shit, man." <laughs> I think I just lo- I don't know what specifically it is about Zara, but every episode that she's been on, I've liked her more and more. It's yeah. her like the way she speaks about people in general like her commentary like probably probably just because i'd be friends with her like i feel like she's somebody who i'd just be tweedledee and tweedledum with giggling and i feel like she's not like she's not susceptible to the pressure of the game like she could have moved over with james to the big alliance at any fucking point probably and you know they'd have welcomed her as another number on the bottom of their ladder but she didn't she didn't succumb to that. She stuck to her fucking guns and stuck to her shit as every single one of the people that were supposed to be working with her started going yep. over to work with Jay. She stayed put. She's not afraid to call people out. She's not afraid to talk shit. She's not afraid of elimination. Mm-hmm. She can compete with the girls and mm-hmm. the boys. So, like, there is literally zero reason to not bring this woman back on this show. Agreed. No. Bring her back. Damn it. I'm going to be <laughs> honest. I don't see any reason for us. Didn't you? Because I think we just wrapped this up right there. Yeah. 
We're just going to, I'm just going to keep talking about Zara. Yeah. Okay. okay. So for, for more of Katie talking about Zara, check out our <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> Just an eight-hour loop of how much she loves Zara and Mrs. Raven with Taylor Swift playing sad songs in the background on low volume. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to go listen to them now and cry. I told you the bad blood was fitting tonight. So. It, was, it was bad blood and yeah. Yeah, Jay. We got bad blood now. <laughs> sent Zara home and Raven. No, he didn't really send Raven home. Raven sent herself home. Anyway. Well, I can't blame Jay for that one, but I can blame him for Zara, goddammit. Well, if Narice wouldn't have voted that <laughs> oh way. Oh my god. If Narice wouldn't have voted that way, Raven would still be here, according to Jay. <laughs> Fuck. Oh man. Can I we love say, you, Jay. I know, I really do. Can I just say one thing? And this was this is honestly, and I saved this for the end for a reason. My biggest fucking complaint about the challenge right now. Stop showing the fucking scene where Olivia gets hit in the fucking oh, head. I don't you. need to see it anymore. I've seen it. I don't need to hear it. I can't. Oh my stop. god. Nope. Oh, oh. Even saying that you hear it gives I have gooses everywhere. It literally it, it it makes my whole body feel weird. Like it makes my whole body just I don't I no, I literally oh. I, I just also want to say I saw this the like a couple weeks ago online in like a Facebook group or something where somebody was like somebody had like posted a picture of Olivia and they were like talking shit about her lips or whatever. And hey, get your lips filled and blah, blah, blah. So fake, blah, blah. whatever. But like somebody people. in the comments was like, and she got work done to her nose. And I'm like, no fucking shit. Did you no not shit. watch Ryder Dies? Like, are you yeah, fucking got, kidding uh, me right now? She got worked over. <laughs> oh my god. I'd be getting worked. What do you want? That, oh, I can't with people. She literally shattered it, bro. Like, what do you think? Yes. How many pieces? Like, she broke like a bunch of bones in her whole face. Yeah. So, like, anyway, I just. I just I just thought I'd share that because I just think it's so funny. Like when people are just so like you didn't think. Did you not think about that comment before you left it? Because people are so the short answer is no, never. Oh, God, some people, man, some people's children. Uh, she had a reason to get a nose job, too. Like there are other people on this show who have had nose jobs that they Mariah. have met. Cough Mariah. That and she didn't do her challenge in the beginning because of it, blah, 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 blah. So because of it. Yeah, exactly. Well, and here's my thing is like, I I literally give no fucks. I give no fucks with somebody else. If you if you want to get do what you want, Botox, lip stuff, fake boobies, whatever the hell you want to do. I literally don't care. It does not affect my life. I don't drudge. You just got permission, Rick. Whatever. (laughs) Get them today's. Like, so it's just like, it's weird to me, like when people like try to attack them over that to start with, but then to like attack them over something that they had to literally get done to save their fucking face is just. Anyway, let's close this out because that shit. Every time I think about this, I just think about that meme where it's like, you know, when that one nostrils plugged and you think about all the times that you can fucking (laughs) breathe normally, like. When you took breathing for granted. Yeah, yeah. like like how like I want to ask uh-huh. her like how fucked did oh. your sinuses get after did that shot? Have, yeah. Cause that is yeah. core sinus area right there. And yeah. well, hopefully we'll be able to ask her. Uh-huh. Oh God. 
Mind you, safety goggles might have helped in that situation. Could have shattered the fucking plastic. Because it would have broken. Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah. Anyway, I don't want to think about it anymore. Now I can literally see it in my head. So let's. I can just imagine tasting the blood on the back of my tongue. Come on. I'm just saying. Oh, that's enough. So with that being said, thank you so much for tuning into the Challenge Fandom Podcast. Now that we've grossed everybody out. (laughs) Well, that's what I'm here for. Next week, we talk about bulls balls. Bulls balls. (laughs) Look forward to that shit. (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) I'm just saying, if they have to, like, eat bulls balls on the daily (laughs) next week or something, like, these listeners are going to think, like, some crazy shit's going on over here. (laughs) What you guys don't know is I'm actually Pink Rose. (laughs) I'm not Pink Rose. Stop telling our secrets. If I was going to choose a nickname, it would not be as cool as Pink Rose. Yeah, we'd choose something stupid. Just look at our fucking name. Yeah. (laughs) Yellow Daffodil. Rick Rick White Orchid Hayes. (laughs) Sounds like a strip club. Oh my God. You guys are That's majestic. Anyways, for myself, Ricky Hayes, my wife, Karina Hayes. I'm sorry, my beautiful wife, Karina Hayes. I almost got fucked Ooh. up right there. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. Well, I'll see you guys later. I'm going to sleep <laughs> on the couch. My beautiful wife, Karina Hayes. <laughs> Tony Stats and Info Lance. Alexis Tex Rawson. And Katie, she's got bad blood, but she's feeling better now. Pahura. <laughs> we want to thank you so much for tuning into this roundtable where we recapped episode 15 of the Challenge 39. But otherwise, we're done. We love y'all. Be good. Rate us five stars. Later. Bye. Bye.